This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7, sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Saturday, May 18th, 2019, Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365 day a year, Pack-A-Day podcast. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me on the line is my partner in crime, still ticking away at 32 years in the business. He is Mark Eckel of BombeganFootball.com. Mark, how's it going? Good, Jake, but you know, there's 32 years at it, and I'm glad you only you, you keep me younger saying that there's really 34 now, but that's okay. <laughs> I do my I do my best to try and decrease your age. I come to Eagles for thirty two. Now I've, I've worked for Bob McGinn for the last two. So if we want to count that, as, you know, that's thirty four. But that's all right. You, you, you make me feel feel young. No problem. That's what I do. Forever young, like Bob Dylan used to say. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What we're gonna do today here on Pack a Day? We're gonna get into every position on the field for the Green Bay Packers, and we're gonna go down the line to what player is going to break out here. So let's get this started. From quarterback to even cornerback, we're going to be able to give you the breakout player you need to be watching out for this year. And Mark, let's uh, start off with that. We already know Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, so let's move on to the running back. What running back, aside from Aaron Jones, is going to break out this year? Well, let's back up a second. Okay, let's back up. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to break out this year. Oh, and and, and you're going to say, what do you mean Aaron Rodgers is going to break out? He's a two-time MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Well, two years ago he was hurt, and he was a non-factor. Last year he did not have anywhere near an Aaron Rodgers. If if he wasn't wearing a jersey that said Rodgers on the back, and you just watched him play last year, you would not have thought that was a Super Bowl MVP or a a league MVP, right? You would have thought, that guy's okay. You know? Real I don't quick. think he was bad, but he was just okay. Well, I'm here to tell you that Aaron Rodgers this year will break out, to use that word. And I'm going to tell you that he might, unless there's somebody that, you know, they, they like to give it to hurt guys that come back. But Aaron Rodgers will be in the running for comeback player of the year this year. How's that? Mark, what way would he be a breakout player this year? 
he'll, he'll, he'll return to his to Aaron Rodgers that we know and loved and was an MVP candidate. He's going to be more. He's going to trust this offense more. Uh, he has a, something to prove to uh, his doubters, and that, and that's the that's the best. The best Aaron Rodgers is an angry Aaron Rodgers. He carried that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He carried that. That I hate to use the word that the, the old cliche chip on his shoulder, but he carried that around with him from the day he was drafted. That you know he went so low in the first round as compared to Alex Smith, who went number one, and he used that to become what we just said, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not of all time. And uh, uh, he's angry again. He has the chip on his shoulder again that people um, in the media were, were writing and saying, you know, putting the blame on, on, on him for a lot of, of the things that went, went wrong, uh, accusing him of, you know, sabotaging uh, Mike McCarthy and, and, and all that in the offense. And I think he's going to come out this year and just give the give the middle finger to all his critics, and say I'm I'm back, and you can you know now now what are you going to say? Because I'm I'm going to put up big numbers. We're going to win games, and okay, let's see now 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 ask me a question, okay? All right, <laughs> I really believe that. I could be way off, maybe, but I I really believe he's going to come out this year, and we're going to see right from the go, right from opening night, opening night Thursday night at Soldier Field, a place he's always. Um, played well. Um, I think we're going to see um, a, a vastly different um, Aaron Rodgers than we had the last two two years. I think I you're I think you're underestimating him a little bit. I don't think that's a chip on the shoulder. I think it's a boulder. But uh, let's jump to <laughs> okay. let's jump to running back. You know, we got Aaron Jones in there, but they drafted Dexter Willow. Adobe Edition just stopped on me. Let me do that question one more time. All right, so we know about Aaron Rodgers, and I believe that it's going to be a boulder on the shoulder, not a chip because of the way that it's been going down this offseason. But in running back, they drafted Dexter Williams. They have Aaron Jones. Who's going to break out in that position? I don't see anyone, quote-unquote, breaking out. I think Aaron Jones Aaron Jones just has to stay healthy, and, and, and he'll be a very good running back. But, but the addition of Dexter Williams, and don't forget Jamal Williams, who I think will, will be the third down back. Um, I think each one of those guys is going to have a role. Aaron Jones will, will be the number one guy. He'll be the main guy. I think Dexter Williams will be his backup and um, provide some much-needed um, rest during the game. Because I, like I, we, I said this two weeks ago to you when we were talking about the draft. You don't want to overuse Aaron Jones. I mean, his, his biggest weakness is durability. So you don't want to give him 30 carries a game or 20, even 25 carries a game. Give, keep him in the teens, high teens. And then give give Dexter Williams his eight to ten carries, and then Jamal Williams I think will be on will, will be your third down because he's the best best receiver of the three. He's also the best um, pass protector of of the three. So I think of that group. Um, I don't see a breakout, but I think you'll see a, a nice uh, threesome. Let's jump to receiver. I mean, Marquez Valdez Scantling last year showed a couple of good sparks here and there, but what uh, receiver needs to break out this year? Any, well, I'll give you any one of them. Marcus, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who, like you said, showed flashes of being a very good receiver last year. He's he's number one. He's the one that you would think, with a year under his belt, can develop into being the Packers. Maybe they're their number two guy behind Devontae Adams. Maybe he he could pass Geronimo Allison, who I think is also a pretty good player. Um, but you have you have St. Brown, and you have more. Moore did nothing last year, so anything he he, he does will, will will be a bonus. And don't underestimate Jake Kumarow. 
again, if he can stay healthy, he was having a, a, a wonderful training camp in preseason. He was probably their second best best re- receiver um, before he he got hurt in that preseason game. So, um, numerous breakout candidates there. Tight end, we they went and got someone out of uh, Texas A and M. My boy Jace. What uh, what tight end do you think is going to compete with Jimmy Graham the most? Well, I, I I think I think Solberger will. I mean, he's not right away. Maybe maybe not opening day, but I think by the end of the year, uh, maybe uh, sooner than that, by the bye week, say, um, I think you'll be seeing the Packers use Lafleur. From what I've from what I've gathered, and he, and and Hackett, his his offensive coordinator, both like to use multiple tight ends. Um, so I think you'll see, you know. You'll see Graham and Lewis sometimes. I think you'll see Graham and, and, and Stoneberger. I think you'll see Lewis and Stoneberger. I think you'll, you'll, you'll see the three of them interchange a lot. Uh, Lewis, of course, will be more the inline blocker. Uh, Graham will probably be out in the slot a lot. I mean, I, I, that's kind of what he's best at. And I think Stoneberger could do both. I mean, I, I read some stuff from people saying, oh, he's not a good blocker. He's not a bad blocker. He's not a, he's not a bad blocker at all. I mean, he's, and I think he'll get better at it. So I'm not. He, he he might. I'm telling you that that kid is going to be a good player. We we already talked about him. He's maybe not this year. But, uh, by 2020, 2021, you're you're going to be hearing a lot about him. He he's going to be. I'm telling you, he's going to be the second best tight end out of this draft. He's 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 not Hawkinson, but he went number eight eight overall. Um, but I think he's going to be better than Font, and he's going to be better than Irv Smith. I'm really excited to see what Sternberger can do. I mean, like I said, the guy has been through the ringer. He's been at junior college, and I think he's going to do some great stuff. Uh, staying with inline blockers, let's go to the guard position. They signed Billy Turner to a four-year, $28 million deal. But there's somebody else in mind uh, coming into this, isn't there? Well, there's a bunch of guys. Guard is going to be interesting. Um, Lane Taylor's job is not in stone. I mean, he's the favorite to, to, to be your, to be the left guard. But you got Taylor, you got um, Turner, who, who you just mentioned. You got the second round draft pick, um, Elton Jenkins, who's a very good player, and Cole Madison's back, who might need a little time to get back in, in, into the swing of things. But um, for once, I mean, for first time in a long time, the Packers have some some depth and some competition at that guard spot. Um, and keep in mind, also, Turner, you know, he can play tackle as well. Now, they, they don't need him right away, but Brian Balaga has had his, in, has, has had his injury issues. Um, I think if something were to happen to, to Balaga, I think Turner would, would move out to right tackle. And um, one of the other guards would fill him. But, that, yeah, I mean, I, I'm expecting big things from Elton Jenkins. I really am. I, think he, I, didn't, I thought that was a very good pick. Um, again, I don't know if he's going to start day one, but I wouldn't be su- surprised if he did. Where does Cole Madison fit in this? Right now, backup. I think. I mean, hope. I mean, don't let him. Don't let him com- compete. I mean, that's what training camps for and the preseason games are for. But if I had to guess, right now, um, you know, middle of May, where where he'll be on the depth chart <laughs> opening night, he'll be. I think. I think. I think. I, I well, Turner and Taylor might start with Jenkins being the number one backup. I don't. Don't be surprised if Jenkins beats out Taylor or or Turner, um, and then I think Madison would would be your your fourth guard. Um, I think he beats out Lucas Patrick for that spot. I don't think Lucas Patrick makes the team this year, 
Um, yeah, so I they, think. You know, and, I, yeah, the thing is, I believe that Cole Madison, that's going to be somebody to be watching over for. I think it's just quite interesting to see if he was actually training last season. What was he doing at that point? What was he going through? Right. And how is he going to take that into this season? So it's going to be interesting. He, he's young enough that missing a year, like again, as long as he stayed in shape, and, they, and they were, from all indications when he showed up, he, he looked like he looked like he didn't gain 50 pounds and looked like a big fat guy or nothing. I mean, he looked like he was okay. So at his age, missing a year isn't the worst thing in the world. I'm sure he should have been there and he could have learned. That's why I think this year he might not even be active for a lot of games early in the year. He'll, you know, they'll, they'll keep nine linemen. Two of them are always on the in, inactive list. He'll probably be on the inactive list early. But again, now the Packers have somebody that if a guy gets hurt, they're not scraping the bottom of the barrel to put somebody out there. They got a guy that hopefully could be – I mean, they liked him last year. He he had a good mini camp before he decided to walk away. Um, he had a good college career. So that's, he, if he's your third or fourth guard, they're a lot better shape than they used to be. This is the Pack-A-Day podcast on uh, iTunes, on Stitcher. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com, along with Mark Eckel of BobMcGinnFootball.com. We're breaking down the breakout players to watch for for the Green Bay Packers coming up this upcoming season. Uh, we talked a little bit about guard, a little bit about tackle. What about what about defense of line? Well, I got the guys for you. All right, give it to me. <laughs> And this will be a, a the, the, this where the term breakout comes in. Tyler Lancaster, you saw some signs of him last year near the end of the year. Um, he played very well. I mean, it was a lost season. The, the team was in the in the tank by then. But, but but that kid, as an undrafted free agent out of Northwestern, showed you a lot. And he's I mean, like he's not going to put up the big numbers. He's not going to get eight nine sacks. That's that's not what he does. But he's a He's a he's a massive man in the middle of the line that will take up space. Uh, he'll hold out. He'll either give Kenny Clark time to take a little breather once again, or let Kenny Clark move out to that you know three technique a little bit, give Mike Daniels a break some sometimes, uh, or go with Daniels Clark and Lancaster sometimes. Give Dean Lowry a break. I think Lancaster is going to break out in terms of playing time. And making an impact, especially against a run, he, I just think he's he's going to be a that was a great find by the Packers scout department last year, getting him as an undrafted player. Um, and I think you'll see big things from from him on on the defensive line this year. Yeah. Also with that, you know, you got Kenny Clark, you got Mike Daniels, you have Dean Lowry in there. It's a deep it's a deep area. But you talk about uh, some speed. And the kid they drafted. Oh, excuse me. And the kid they drafted out of Texas A&M, like, uh, Kiki. Yeah, yeah, you also got Kingsley Kiki as well. I mean, yeah, it's a deep group. Uh, also, you go to the linebacker position, you know, they bring in Preston Smith. They bring in Zadarius Smith. But, you know, Jake Ryan now at Jacksonville. So who's the breakout for linebacker? You hope. If you're a Packer fan, if you're a Packer coach, if you're a Packer anything, you hope the breakout player is on Burks, uh, who really had a disappointing rookie year. Uh, played great on special teams. Now he, he, he did his part there, and, and give him credit for, um, you know, not hanging his head because he he really didn't do anything on on defense. Every time they put him out there, he, they wound up taking him off the field. He, he didn't play more than two or three plays at a time, um, so he was disappointing on defense. But he he hung in there, and, and he found a, another way to help the team. 
But they didn't draft him in the, on the, in the third round um, to be a special teams player. They drafted him to be a a, a good cover linebacker, and they're in the, as a you know inside linebacker to, to cover backs and tight ends and stuff. And again, it takes time in this league. It's a big difference. Even though he played in the SEC, a great you know the best conference in in, in college football. Um, you know, he was learning a different defense. He had to, you know, hopefully he's a smart kid, obviously, you would think, went to Vanderbilt. Um, hopefully the, the light bulb comes on and he, if, if, if he's your breakout guy, if he's able to play and start, now the linebackers, the outside linebackers now are very, I think, are very good. You mentioned they got the two Smiths, you got Rashawn Gary, who's going to be better than a lot of people think. Um, and you got uh, Kyle Fackrell, who was obviously last year's breakout player, right? Um, so you got four pretty good outside, and Reggie Gilbert's not. A, if he's your fifth, that's that's pretty good outside. So you're pretty good outside linebacker. Inside you got Blake Martinez, and we don't know. Yeah. So, um, Burks is the guy they want, and they must have thought enough of him because they didn't draft an inside linebacker until the seventh round when they took the kid um, Summers. So if you're asking me for a breakout linebacker, I'm gonna. Keep my fingers crossed and hope the Packers were didn't blow this pick and that Oren Burks becomes the top tackle of this year. A guy that didn't do much early on, but then last year wound up having a double-digit sack season. I, you know, not that Burks is going to get a lot of sacks, but if he plays a lot and can, and can show he can cover, I don't know if the Packer linebackers are all of a sudden they're, they're pretty good. Now I'm looking more at uh, Rashawn Gary because, you know, he underachieved at the University of Michigan, and I want to see if this guy is going to break out underneath Patton's system. The cornerback position is interesting as well. And a lot of people believe that Jair Alexander is going to be the breakout. Who do you see breaking out, Mark? Well, you know, uh, he's, he's a good player. You know? um, I would love to see him break out and, and become that, that, that stud shutdown corner. Um, again, first round pick, he's supposed to be, right? Um, Kevin King is a, you know, again, if he could ever, he's another guy that can, durability has been his issue. I mean, the, the games he's played, he's played well, I thought. But he, you know, he plays three games, he misses two games. He comes back and plays three, and he misses two more. Um, you know, they they have to keep him on the field, and then they got a nice set of corners there. Um, the guy that needs to step up, I won't say break out, is Jackson, the corner from Iowa. Ah, that's mine. Last year. He, to me, he had a little bit of a disappointing season last year. And again, rookie season, I don't expect to, you know, I don't expect every rookie to come in and look like, you know, Rookie to your candidate. Some guys take more time than than others, but now it's the second. He's got to stop making mental mistakes. He's got to stop, you know, the grabbing and stuff like that, the penalties, um, and get those interceptions that he that he got at Iowa. He was a you know he was a playmaker in, in college, and that's why the Packers took him early second round um, two two years ago. So that's a guy that I think needs to break out. Alexander, I think he's good. We know what he can do. King just needs to stay healthy. If Jackson breaks out. And then you got, you know, age-old Tremont Williams. I don't think he's going to break out. I just hope he, he doesn't break down. Uh, one one position that won't break down, but will be interesting to watch, is the safety position. They drafted Darnell Savage in the first round out of Maryland, a stud guy uh, with the Terrapins. But uh, with that position, what is another breakout player you see? Well, I love Savage. The more, the more I, um, I, I like them. When they when they took him, um, now the more I the more I read read about him and look and watch him and study him a little bit, I I like him more and more. Now I know why the Packers 
Thank you so much, Wadi. Trading up, up together. He's just what they needed. I mean, um, he's what they yeah. He's he's the free safety. They that that he's got that speed. He's a playmaker. Um, he can hit. Um, yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's he's. I think he'll be defensive rookie of the year. I really do. Um, and all when it's all said and done at the end of the season. So, if you want to say he breaks out, but that you know. The kid they signed from the Bears, Adrian Amos. Uh, again, you know, we, when we talked about the offense, I said, you know, the guard position is vastly improved. And now you got depth there. Now you got, you know, guys that were playing last year might not even make the team, like Lucas Patrick, right? Well, safety was a was a just a abomination last year. I mean, that especially early in the year when they had, you know, Haha was not playing well, which is why that led to his trade. Um, Price was playing worse than. Than Haha even, um, they had to move Tr- Tremont Williams there, which kind of salvaged it a little bit. But he's really a corner, not a safety. Now, now you have Savage. Like I said, if he can play the way I think he can, and the way they think he can, and Amos, who's very, very reliable, very consistent, you know, and ready, and he's young too. He's going to, he's going to take that that next step. Now, all of a sudden, safety is like one of the is a strength of the team. It went from a from the weakest part of the team to pretty good, and then you got. Well, Josh Jones, I don't know what they're going to do with, do with him. I think he's more of a—he might be more of a linebacker slash safety hybrid guy now. And then Raven Green, who they like another undrafted free agent last year, um, who played <laughs> your guy. Special teams. Um, a guy that we talked a lot about during preseason last year, if, if you remember. Um, so yeah, safety. I like—I like the combination of Savage and Amos. I like that a lot. Oh, it's it's going to be interesting. I really like some of your breakout picks. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Amos. I mean, he had some really good sparks here and there in Chicago, but I feel like underneath Petten's new system and with a good defensive backs coach and Joe Witt, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them. But that's the thing about this, Mark. And we said this when Tracy started. I remember you were high on him. Even I was high on him right from the gate. Yes, because of. I got to watch him in person when I was at Soldier Field a couple years ago, and I was just blown away to the way that he was, you know, able to stay uh, consistent on the deep ball against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, and I just saw a lot of great sparks about him going forward. So I'm really excited to see. Like I said right from the beginning, and I've said this to people on PackersTalk.com, this team is interesting, and I can't wait to see. What happens on the field coming up? I mean, we got OTA starting next week, so that's going to be something to really watch out for. for but uh, good call on that one, I Mark. I got two words for you, Jake. I got two two words for you, not the normal words. Not go pack. Stay right. healthy. Yes, stay healthy. Stay healthy. This team stays healthy. We'll be right back in the mix. I'll give you two more words. Stay hungry. Okay. I'm All right. All right, Mark. I know you got to run off to somewhere here, but uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy right. schedule here on Pack a Day. All right, take it easy. All right, that was Mark Eckel of BobAgainFootball.com. Thirty-two years in the business, or as he says, thirty-four years in the business and counting. Uh, so there you go, Packer fans. You got some good breakout players uh, from Eckel's mouth, and of course, a couple from me. If you got any comments or concerns or you got some breakout players that you want to talk about in the next podcast, go to at Packaday Podcast or find us at, at Jake Turner Sport, at Mark Eckel 08, 
and we'll be able to see if we can try and get those on the air as well. All right, Packer fans, that's it for this uh, presentation here on Saturday, May 18th, 2019 of the Pack-A-Day podcast. For Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner, and the three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is Go Pack Go! And we'll see you next time. We'll talk OTAs on the next Pack-A-Day podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Snap to Wild. Oh, yes! And taken by Jackson in the end zone for a touchdown! Geronimo Allison! Allison. Josh Jackson, the rookie, recovers in the end zone in a Lambo leap to the north end zone scales. The Packers have a 6-0 lead. Beathard on third, down to three in the shotgun. Packers showing a blitz, and here they come. Beathard looking, hit as he throws it, deep down the right sidelines, and it's intercepted on the play. Spectacular interception by Kevin King at the nine-yard line of Green Bay. Snap to Rodgers, looking right. Throws the right side, St. Brown makes the touch. Inside the 30 of the 28-yard line. Hunter Bradley, the snap. J.K. Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is. Placement made. Kick is up. It is good. It is good. Mason Crosby delivers a dagger. One week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight. Third and five, 13-yard line of Atlanta. Snap, Ryan looks right, throws right side. Intercepted to the house. Bishop Breland, touchdown, Green Bay Packers. 19-yard interception return, and it's 16-7, Packers. Rodgers looks it over, takes the snap, blitz on, they pick it up, lost they the got him. they got him. Single back offense behind Aaron Rodgers, who ducks it under center. From the 29 of Green Bay, and here's the handoff up the middle. Big hole, straight ahead. It is Aaron Jones. Off to the races, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Down the left sidelines, and he's out of bounds. Inside the 10 of the five-yard line of Miami. Aaron Jones with a burst, 67 yards. Third and six, trailing 30 to 23. Two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A-gap, and here they come. Rodgers looking. Throws left side of the end zone. Yes! Touchdown! Devontae Adams! Left corner in the end zone from Aaron Rodgers! 16-yard touchdown pass. The Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied.